Howdy, howdy. I am catching up on some really fun podcasting episodes. If you're watching live, it is such a joy to be with you. I absolutely love this. I am so thankful that I'm figuring out how to fit in these podcasts with my rhythms of life, which if you're anything like me, you've got multiple hats that you're wearing and sometimes the rhythms work and sometimes they don't, especially in seasons of change. But today I get to do another podcast live. Thank you for joining me. It is such a joy to be with you. Uh, My name is Katie Smith and this is the Live Okay, had a glitch there for a minute. Um, okay, this is the Katie Speaking Live True Podcast, where every podcast I want to encourage you to live true to the, your calling, the limits, the desires, the insights, and the skills that God has uniquely placed in you for such a time as this. And so every episode, that's going to be the trajectory that we're on in faith, in finances, in fitness, in family, and friendships. We are going to be building up what it means to live well, to live true to what God has called us to in each of those areas. And today, maybe you have never done this before, but this little mindset hack and reading from Katie's seventh grade prayer journal on July 27th has reminded me of this mindset hack. And that is to define for you what makes a great day a great day. What makes a great day a great day? If you've never written down what a great day would include, now's your time to do that. You can even pause this and come back and listen to it later. But what makes a great day a great day for you? I know for me, if I'm connecting with God, if I'm connecting or have connected with God in a day, that's really important to me. That's one of those things that makes it a great day. And it's like a micro win, a micro win. And when we have a micro win, it actually changes the chemistry in our brain and in our body. This is one of the reasons why God tells us to be thankful, because when we think about what we're thankful for, it changes our biochemistry. Literally, it's amazing. So knowing what makes a great day a great day can help you really fight off depression, anxiety, stress. So for me, you know, the category of faith, connecting with God, that always makes me feel like the day is better. When I don't get to connect with God or I'm not able to put in the time that I want, the day just doesn't feel as fulfilling. Another way that it makes a great day a great day for me right now is like if you get to take a walk, that is amazing. I love being out in nature and having the sunshine on my face or smelling the fresh air. So good for me. Um, Another one is just connecting with with my sons. Like if I've gone through the whole day and I haven't really looked in their eyes, it feels like a bad day. So for me, that would be another thing I should write down. Have I connected with my sons? Have I connected with my husband? Looking him in the eyes, uh, just seeing him every day. Even if it's just FaceTime, if he's out of town, that can make it a great day. So for you, what makes a great day a great day? Go ahead and write it down in your fitness, finances, friendships, and family life. And, uh, Um, and your faith. Those are the big four categories, but we're going to go be inspired even more so by 13 year old Katie from July 27th, 1992. 
And it really is this journal entry that made me think of this trick. And I wish that I had done this more. So do you ever grade your days? So in this particular entry, I'm about to say, I had an A grade day. <laughs> I graded my day and it was an A. <laughs> totally thinking like a seventh grade girl who's in public school. All right. Dear Jesus, today was an A day. I got up because I was nice and warm inside the covers. Usually you'd think that would keep you asleep, but for me, it woke me up. Thank you for the two letters that I got from Rachel. Another quick answer to my prayers. So another win was connecting with friends. So through letters, I've been praying to hear from my friends in San Diego while on this trip to my grandmother's house in Rio Rancho. So getting those letters just made my day. After Graham, my grandma, left for choir practice, I called Rachel and we talked for a long time. And basically, we talked about nothing, but it was still fun. I finished working on the hem of my gray and white shirt, and I still have two more sewing projects that I want to finish working on. I called America West, the airline, for the flight info I needed. And then I called mom at work just to find out she had the day off. So I called mom at home. But Christian, my brother, was the only one at home. Please help me to make a pillow for him for his birthday. He's turning 18 and I'd like to make him something nice for his birthday. I told Christian to tell mom to call me as soon as he, she could. And after that, I laid out in the backyard for a while to get a tan, but it didn't work. Then Graham and I went to get the pictures. They came out good, but they were mostly of clout. Boring. Then we made a delicious dinner. We invited a neighbor named Joyce and her nephew Mike to enjoy the dinner with us. Then I watched a funny movie and mom called. She only talked to Graham. Whenever she calls and Graham gets the phone, I don't get to talk to her. Anyway, my flight has been changed to Southwest Airlines and an earlier flight. My plane now leaves at 9, 10 a.m. and arrives in San Diego at 10, 55 a.m. I even wrote down the flight number. We stop in Las Vegas, but I don't change planes. When Graham went into the shower, I called Rachel real quick just to let her know I was coming home. I want her to meet me at the airport, and she wants to meet me at the airport. Rachel's going to call my mom tomorrow night to see if she can get a ride with her to the airport. I really hope she and Daniel Alexander, my crush, can be there, and maybe even Susan Alexander can meet me at the airport. It will be a real welcome home gathering, and this time it would definitely be for the best. I was always hoping that my family life would be awesome. <laughs> and now it is in real life. <laughs> Dear God, this time it's going to work. And I know that with your help, each one of our family will all be strong and together and working to serve you. Thank you so much for everything, everyone and everybody. Thank you that you are with me. You have given me some wonderful people to make things go like clockwork. And even though there are a couple of loose springs in that clock, you always tighten them up and keep everything oiled when they get rusty. Thank you, Lord. I liked praying in metaphors. I pray that tomorrow I have a fabulous time with Graham on the Sandia Peak tram ride. Please protect me and everyone I know all through the night. And maybe even please, I ask for a letter from mom. In Jesus' holy name, sorry, in Jesus' holy and blessed name, I pray. Amen. So that's how I decided it was an A day. God answered my prayer. I got a letter from a friend. I got to talk to a friend. My plane tickets to leave Rio Rancho, New Mexico and go back to San Diego were fixed and established. All felt well in my world. 
it was an A day. Well, take a moment right now and write down what does it mean for you to have an A day? It's so important to know what those little flickers of hope, what those little mini wins are. That way we can focus on them and recognize them when they come. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you at the end of this day and all the days remaining in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. I would love to hear from you. So if you've been listening to this podcast or you have the book or these little mindset tricks have been helping you, please let me know. You can email me at katie at katiespeaking.com or you can comment wherever you're watching this show. Thanks. See you next time. Bye-bye.